Welcome to the Praying Christian Women podcast. Happy midweek to everybody. I'm Alana here with Jamie. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Good. I'm excited. We are revising, revitalizing, resurrecting. We're doing something <laughs> to our mini-sodes. So we put some out with just short prayer tips, midweek episodes, and we're going to be doing a little mini-sode mini-series now about just how your personality impacts your prayer life. I love this. And this has been on our calendar. Well, this has been in our list in of our schedule. episodes for- yeah. Like over a year, definitely, maybe oh, even I'm more. Sure. Yeah, I'm it's sure. just been sitting there, MBTI. And there for a while, we were doing quite a few on how your learning style affects your mm-hmm. prayer life, how your motivational style. And now, like with the personality component, I think it's going to be a really great. I think this is going to be maybe the best of all of those in terms of really kind of honing in on how you can, yeah. you know, discover more about yourself and apply that to your prayer life. Yeah. So for these mini-sodes, you can just expect it's going to be a little more informal. We basically just showed up and we know what we're going to talk about, but we're off script, no outline, which, um, yeah, thanks for joining us. And we would love your feedback if you like more of these episodes. Um, We're definitely going to be doing four of these in our personality series, and then we'll go ahead and see. So and the dog's being really loud in the background. I don't know if you can, can you hear all that, Jamie? No, I couldn't hear oh, her good, at good, all. Good, good, good. Okay. So uh, what we're going to be talking about, at least for the next several weeks in our midweek episodes, is the MBTI personality typing tool. Uh, some people know this is like the 16 personalities. So really quick overview. They give you... Um, you're basically one of two options in four different categories. And then how you are. That means there are 16 different actual types and they all kind of work together. We're not going to go deep, deep, deep. Basically, we're just going to introduce to you the four main types of personalities that they measure and talk about if you're this, then here's some tips for your prayer life. And if you're that, here's some tips for your prayer life. I have a question. Am I supposed to know what I am? I haven't taken the test recently. I think we've already talked about what you are because you and I are very similar. Okay. Mm -hmm. We did talk about it. So, and I know I took the test at one point. I've just forgotten. I think so for people already familiar, (laughs) I know for anybody already familiar with the language, uh, I'm an INFJ. I'm pretty sure Jamie, that we're going to discover you're an INFP. Um, So that means for the first three things that we talk about, (laughs) I think you and I are the same, but let's go through it because that's actually really, really useful. If you don't know, that's what I wanted to start with is. How do you know what you are in each of these four things? So today we're just talking about introversion and extroversion. Uh, The first thing that I think is going to be important is to talk about one big misconception. And that's that like, if you're introverted, you don't like being with people. But if you're extroverted, you do like being with people. It's not exactly that. It's more of how do you recharge And does being in quiet with your own thoughts recharge you or does being um, out and about where things are going on, where you're getting a lot of external output recharge you? So that's why we get this idea that, yeah, if you're with a lot of people and that's exhausting to you, then you're an introvert because a lot of the times that's true. But there is that distinction. And I think it's important. So, for example, like I was part of this book club that. It was like eight eight or so other women. Theoretically, as an introvert, if introversion was just, do you get tired being around people? Those meetings should have exhausted me, but I actually found them very invigorating. Like I would come home at eight at night and like 
not be able to fall asleep till 11 because the conversation had been so stimulating. But what it was for me is the conversation led me deeper into my own thoughts, right? So I think that's a big one. Are you more inward focused or outward focused? And like we talk about with anything, there's not a right or wrong. It's not like you should be this and not that. It's just once you know what you are, you can set up better prayer habits. So Jamie, where do you see yourself falling on that scale of introversion and extroversion? I think I would, there's no question that I'm an introvert, but I love looking into the nuances of it because I'm thinking about like, and the way that I discovered that, because I, I always thought I'm not an introvert. I love people. I like people. Right. And, (laughs) you know, and I love learning about people and I love like figuring out what makes them tick. But Mm -hmm. what I realized was, especially when I got married and then had children that my, um, I, I get so energized when I'm alone and, um, and I noticed that first when, um, when we first got married, I mean, I love my husband. He's the one person that I would choose to spend any time with. Right. Mm -hmm. But when he would go away for a trip, like I would come alive in terms mm-hmm. of like, I tend to defer to other people to make decisions or lead right. the way or guide the mm-hmm. whatever. And when I was alone, I was like, yeah. oh, I can do whatever I want. And right. I can sit here with my thoughts. And it's so, mm-hmm. you know, and then having children made that happen. And I don't want to make it sound like I loved when he went out of town because I hated no, it. But I think we can all understand yeah. what you're saying. And, but the same now, like having children, I remember very specifically, we had after the earthquake that we had a few years ago, um, which by the way, this is going to be airing soon. And I just want to mention, please say prayers for Turkey yes. and Syria and the Middle East and that terrible earthquake. Um, mm-hmm. I know I shared with some of our community that we had, uh, we knew some missionaries um, that were mm-hmm. in that region and we have heard from them, which is a huge okay. praise. So anyway, Good. but just please keep your prayers uh, going for them. Absolutely. Um, but anyway, back to the earthquake that we had in Alaska, which thankfully no life was lost, no major injuries that we know of. It was and, big though. <laughs> but it was big. It was very big. Yeah. And um, we were all, the whole family at one point, when we got back to staying in our house, we were all sleeping downstairs in one room because there were lots of aftershocks and so we were just kind of, it just mm-hmm. was good. It was to be very scary. Yeah. And so when that happened, I didn't understand why I was getting really irritable, right. but I was getting super irritable because the kids didn't go to their rooms at night to go mm-hmm. to sleep. Mm-hmm. And we were together 24 seven and it was, it was very yeah. interesting. And yeah, so it was just interesting the way that I was like, oh, I need that time to decompress at night just exactly. to be with my thoughts, to settle down. And mm-hmm. yeah. And the other I thing, had a, go, ahead. go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the last thing is that you mentioned going out with a bunch of people. Um, mm-hmm. I can feel energized if I'm in a bunch of people, if I'm anonymous, like if I'm walking through like a, mm-hmm. a market or something, or yeah. if I'm going shopping alone, that is mm-hmm. still alone to me, even though I'm surrounded right. by people, as long as I'm not yeah. engaging with them, then mm-hmm. that feels mm-hmm. restful. And yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, what were that. you going to say? I had a mom explain it in a really, it, it made a lot of sense. She was talking about like, she has a college age daughter who was home for vacation or home for the summer or something like that. And, and the way she put it was, even if we're not like actively talking, if we're in the same room, like I'm still, I'm paying attention to her, right? right. Like 
Right. I'm attentive, kind of like, you know, parents of newborns, they know, yeah, even when the baby's asleep, your brain doesn't turn off, right? You're so you're listening, you're, you're putting attention into, okay, I'm going to have to take care of the baby as soon as the baby wakes up. Yes. So um, one thing I want to talk about in terms of how this applies to our prayer life is that sometimes I think in this case, extroverts have the harder time because if you are an extrovert, it is harder to be like alone with your thoughts for people like you and me, Jamie, like an enforced 24 hours where like, let's say the husband took the kids and nothing else was going on. Like that sounds kind of restful right? <laughs> or, you know, for an extrovert, that might sound pretty hard. Now, again, the misconception is extroverts need to be surrounded by people. And that's not always true. Sometimes they just want to be surrounded by external input. So maybe that means they're just going to have the music on really loud. And, you know, they're going to be engaging with people by texting and messaging online. Like it doesn't have to be, I don't want to be in a room by myself, but it's more of, I want some stimulus coming from outside things. Like sometimes even, um, are you a fidgeter? Sometimes that has to do with extroversion. You just, you want some, some kind of input. And so I think that in this case, introverts have it easier because we all think of prayer as a quiet, introspective kind of activity. But what I want to encourage people who are extroverted to remember is like, that's basically just because that's what we think about prayer. So if you are an extrovert, meaning you like a lot of um, simulation coming from outside and you don't necessarily want to just be alone with your thoughts, it doesn't mean something's wrong with you. And I think that that's what is portrayed to a lot of people is if you can't silent your heart for, you know, 30 minutes to sit with God, or you get distracted if you try to read a chapter of the Bible that, you know, you're a bad person. It might just be that that's, that's your wiring. So I would strongly like, let's just brainstorm if you're extroverted let's come up, let's just throw out, here are some prayer tips that are going to work better for you than what we think of is go to a quiet place, make sure you're not distracted. So what, what are some things that pop into your head? Well, definitely praying as a group. I mean, definitely finding a group to pray with, whether that's going to a Bible study, which I agree with you, Alana. I feel like my, um, like, even though I'm an introvert, I do when I have a small group of women that we're not Mm -hmm. just like small talk exhausts me and putting Mm -hmm. on like a show of exactly being acting the right way and doing Hi, right I'm Jamie. I love yeah. being here. Oof, yeah, that's hard. But when I have a, an intimate group of friends or even yes. just a, a safe group of people, I love that. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. adore that energy that it brings. But for an extrovert, maybe you want to go to a big, you know, prayer meeting at your church with a ton mm-hmm. of people, or maybe find a group of people that will kind of feed that input side mm-hmm. of you, you know, the, the yeah. extroverted Wanting side of stimulated. You. wanting to be stimulated. Yeah. By Mm -hmm. others. Um, think about the content you consume. So like praise music, prayer casts, um, praying, like it doesn't have to be, Oh, my, my friend's not available to pray with me by phone. I'm going to have a hard time praying, (laughs) right? Like there are so many things you can go to YouTube and find like guided prayers. We've got the mindful Christian prayers podcast as a companion to this jumping into Facebook groups, like the praying Christian women community and, and even just posting, Hey, how can I pray for people today? Like I've got half an hour sitting at the doctor's office. I'd love to be praying for you. What can I pray for you today? Um, because then you're getting input that doesn't have to just come from yourself and maybe even, um, you know, books, 
or things like that. We talked a, a couple episodes ago about, you know, some of the resources, Stormy, Stormy O'Martian and, and Beth Moore's Praying God's Word. Sometimes even having input, like something that's in front of you, sometimes that's enough external simulation than just sitting quietly with your own thoughts. Um, sometimes an extroverted person has an easier time to focus. Like I have some writer friends who put on as background noise, they put on like coffee shop, YouTube, ambient noises. And I tried it once and I got so anxious because I felt like I was, I was just surrounded by people and they were all watching me. Like that's what I felt. But for some people having that kind of noise, um, helps them to focus. Like our, our oldest kid, when he was a baby, was really very fussy and very colicky, but he always fell asleep in church. And, and we decided it was because there was so much noise that his brain was just like too much. I'm turning off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But other people, like when there's a lot going on, it feels energizing to them. And so even putting on something like, um, you know, like I said, a a prayer cast or something like that, or even, yeah, coffee shop noise or take yourself to a coffee shop. Um, If it feels like that's easier for you to focus, I I just really want to encourage people work with what works for you instead of trying to change who you are. Because I picture an extrovert who wants to become better at prayer thinking, okay, now I need to have my quiet time. I need to have my little corner of the house. It's only for me. But that thought makes me kind of anxious, sort of like the thought of, putting on people as background noises makes you and me anxious. Right. Well, and if you're an extrovert, I mean, I, I definitely envy certain characteristics of extroverts. And I don't know if being an extrovert necessarily means that you're a bolder person. I'm not going to assume that, but I I just wonder Mm -hmm. if you're an extrovert and you enjoy being around people, if you are more likely to be able to just ask someone, can I pray for you today? Or if you're in situations where that becomes uh, appropriate. So the other thing that I think is important to mention though, is how introverts, yes, I think we have an advantage when it comes to, can you sit quietly and pray, which like we talked about, isn't always what prayer is, but I think it's important to talk to introverts about protecting your energy so that you still have energy left over to pray. Cause kind of like your example where your whole family was sleeping in the same room, right. For a couple of weeks. Plus there was stress going on anyway. There was no place for you to uncharge, right. Mm-hmm. It, or is that the right unplug or recharge? Unplug, that's recharge. Yeah. <laughs> that's I think I combined them both in my head. And so first of all, I think it's important for us to be checking in with our energy to know the things that drain us not so that we can totally avoid them. I think that's one mistake some people make. Some people are like, I need to protect my energy at all costs. Therefore, no, I'm not going to go to this women's conference or therefore, no, I'm not going to uh, volunteer in my kid's classroom. Now, sometimes I think that's fine, but other times I think we still do the things, but we need to recognize that they are depleting our energy so that we can be even more proactive to find ways to replenish that energy or so that we can give ourselves a little bit of grace, right? So like when you found yourself getting irritable and crabby, either, I think you had two options, either you make some kind of space, right? To just put yourself in that quiet place. We joke about, uh, I think it was Susanna Wesley putting her apron over her head so that her kids knew mommy's praying. We can't bother her. Find a way to do something like that or 
I think we just need to become more patient with ourselves and just say, okay, I, yep, I'm a little bit shorter right now. I'm having a harder time focusing, but that's okay. <laughs> like it makes sense. Kind of like, um, you know, I've, I don't know how much I should get into this, but I, I gained a decent amount when lockdown happened. I gained a decent amount of weight that has not been shed. And part of me could be like, oh, I'm a terrible person. I ate too much. But what I've chosen to do is to look at my body and say, you know what? My body did exactly what it was meant to do. <laughs> my body is designed to keep me alive during a famine. And there there was a little That's bit of time. We had no point. idea. Yeah. We had no idea how hard it was going to get. Right. And so I think sometimes, yeah, sometimes we say, okay. And, and for people who are concerned about my health, I am actively taking steps to, you know, to get healthy, but there's also this sense of, I'm not going to beat myself up because my body did exactly what it was meant to do, which is store a little bit of extra fat because we were in such uncertain times. So I think that sometimes we need to give ourselves that grace too. If, if you're an introvert and just having a really hard time, maybe, um, yeah, maybe it's just a really busy time. I know, Jamie, you get super busy around the holidays or, you know, maybe you're traveling or maybe, I don't know, maybe you've taken in a, an extra kid and, you know, it's thrown off your schedule. Give yourself a little bit of grace knowing, yeah, you're not going to be in tip top shape for a little bit. And then, yeah, ask yourself, what's what's one thing I can do to protect my energy a little more because recharging is so important for you? Well, and that's why it's funny. It was funny when I realized that my prayer closet had changed. My favorite prayer mm -hmm. closet for many years was my garage. Yeah. And I would go out to take the trash out or to whatever in the garage. And I would just stay there. Like the mm -hmm. kids would be inside just, you know, very mm -hmm. safely on the other side of yeah. the door. And it has changed though, because now that they're older, we can all go to our own separate corners. I could put on headphones and listen to music yeah. or do mm -hmm. something that makes, gives me that like recharge, or I can go to the store and they're old enough mm -hmm. to be at home with their oldest brother, you know, things like that. Exactly. But, um, but if you do find yourself being an introvert in a situation where you have a house full of people, mm -hmm. you can find escapes. You can find, even if they're small, like I'm not saying Run to I the bathroom. An, yeah. <laughs> the bathroom with the door locked. Cause I'm going to tell yes. you that bathroom is not a sacred place. Those kids would barge <laughs> in. They do not care. Oh, so no. I would lock it. Um, and I I'll tell you, there were many times when I sat on the, on the like closed lid of the toilet seat mm -hmm. just to take a few minutes. Yeah. Um, same with the garage. I didn't spend an hour in there with my kids mm -hmm. inside, but mm -hmm. just being out there for an extra two minutes yeah. to just be with God and just to be still and just be like, okay, I can be still, I can, you know, connect with God. And sometimes there was something I needed uh, that I needed from him, you know, strength yeah. to get through the day or yeah. whatever it was. And so, you know, tears were shed in those small moments mm -hmm. in the garage mm -hmm. and joy was lifted up and all of the things. Yeah. So there are always things that you can do. Another thing that I find my, I still find myself doing is if I'm gone doing something and I come back into the driveway, mm -hmm. a lot of times I just sit there for a sit. few minutes. <laughs> uh-huh. And that's okay. You know, it's just, it, mm -hmm. just to find those creative ways to create a safe, quiet space where you're still within reach if someone needs you. Mm -hmm. Um, but to be able to use those times, not to scroll your phone, but to yeah. pray. use that time mm -hmm. to pray. Exactly. Awesome. Well, we will keep up in part two of our mini sode, and hopefully this was useful for you. Also talk to you all soon. 
Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Praying Christian Women podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a comment to let us know what questions or topics we can address in future shows. Then hop over to prayingchristianwomen.com journal to download your free prayer guide. We're so glad you joined us for today's show, and we wish you God's deepest blessings as you draw closer to Him and change the world one prayer at a time.